What's up, Internet? You're tuned in episode 70 of the podcast. I'm your host, Peter Bessie, joined this week, as always, by my very good friend, Mr. Steven. I, I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by my very good friends, Mr. Steven Radford. Hello. And DJ, the content, the Toxic Avenger, the... I've, I want to have a third one ready to go, and I just I <laughs> fucked it up, though. Yeah, dead air. I, but I was going to come up with a new one, I said last week. I had to come up with a fresh one every week. Yeah. All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. I, I, got, I got it this time. I got, all right. One more time. One more time. Joined by Mr. Stephen Radford. Hello. And DJ, the content, the toxic Avenger, the quarantine cutie, Lewis. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> was not expecting that. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, boys. How are we doing this week? Good. Yeah, good. It's, it's been a big week. So, yeah, got, got a lot to talk about. Big news. Yeah, right? Like Nintendo just being like, hey, we know you're bored and at home. Here's um, a bunch of news that we're going to just put out in tweets. It's like, who needs directs when we have Twitter? The Twitter direct. direct. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, so for a change, we have a ton of news to talk about this week. Uh, but before we get into that, I am going to just let you guys know how you can find the show, how you can support us all around the web. If this is your first time joining us here on the podcast, thank you and welcome to the weekly Nintendo podcast of LootPots.com, where we get together every week and talk about what's going on in the world of Nintendo, thankfully quite a bit this week. Uh, we also will read listener questions. You can become a part of the show, uh, just like all the fine folks in our MailPot segment by writing into us at Pete at LootPots.com, hitting us up on our Discord, where we've got a uh, growing community of potheads just like you, who are there every week talking about Nintendo, playing Animal Crossing together, trading items, getting rich in Animal Crossing, all kind of stuff. Uh, so go check it out. Come join the community. Get your thoughts right on the air like those kids did. Um, or uh, hit us up on our weekly Twitter thread, which uh, you can follow us at LootPots on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, I think that's all of the – so yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 wait. Twitch. Ah, forgot about that one. If you want to connect with us there, you can head over to twitch.tv slash LootPots where we are regularly streaming Animal Crossing um, generally on Thursday nights right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, come hang out, connect with us, trade some items, get rich like I did. It's a, it's a good time. So, speaking of Animal Crossing, let's talk about what we've been playing this week. It's been Animal Crossing. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> is anyone surprised at this? This this show is borderline an Animal Crossing podcast now, and I'm not upset Look about out, it. Look out, Haken. We're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, I, I think I've told this story on the show the first time Chewie was on. If not... Um, here, here we go. Uh, I, I think when we first started doing the show, Steve and I talked about doing like seasonal shows, like being like, oh, what if we had yep. an Animal Crossing podcast? And we went and looked up, be like, is anyone else doing this? And we found Haken, and it's like, oh, man, this guy's already crushing it. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shout out uh, to Chewie. Good thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Animal Crossing – Obviously, we've all been putting more time into it, but I think like let's let's get to the highlight here, right? There's an update that just started today. Uh, I haven't gotten to touch it yet, but I think both of you guys have spent a little bit of time with it already. Oh, yeah. So, how how are we feeling about the 1.2.0 update and all the you know go ahead Nature Steve. Day celebration stuff? Go ahead. Bob. I I I really want to hear DJ's view because I know you spent a lot of time with Leaf. You've had a great time with Red. Uh, you've had a, just a wonderful time with Day One of the 1.2 update. <laughs> So, P- PSA, uh, apparently, according to um, our own Max over on Loot Pots, uh, he did a little research, and it seems to point to this. If you had your game in sleep mode, but Steve, you seem to be an exception, I think. Uh, I have my game in sleep mode, and I have my Switch in sleep mode, mm-hmm. but I think I must have gone back to the home screen, because when I turn it back on, yeah, it had it had come up with the like screen to say like I went to go resume the game yeah. and I turned yes. I turned it back on and it said there's an update right so I it never was got on the home that. screen but it was like suspended right and did you have that thing where it, it updated your save yeah it said your yeah. save's being updated because mm-hmm. of the port because um, of the patch rather yeah I was thinking and I'm wondering if it's maybe like how quickly your switch like connected to the internet and kind of pinged to see if there was an update or something. But a lot of people who had their game in sleep and their Switch in sleep, um, and you looked on the home screen and it still had your version, like the same 1.0.4a yeah. or whatever, um, 
And if you, I guess I thought I was on the home screen, but some people kind of loaded in and after Isabel and everything, if you went to update, you had like nothing. I mean, you had Tom Nook saying, oh, this is going on. You maybe got one Nook Mile thing. And then that was all. No leaf, no red. It was like business right. as usual. So I guess all that stuff will trigger for you tomorrow. I hope so. Um, but yeah, it, it was interesting because what I always do every time I'm done playing for the night, unless I forget, I like save and exit the game. Mm-hmm. So I still had the game on, but I was at the home screen and it did what Steve said, where it just kind of like when I went it's to so go weird. open it, it's like, oh, hey, close this because there's an update. Yeah. That's, that's Patch so it in. Weird. And then it updated my save. I never got me, that ping. I just kind of went in and I had to manually look for an update. So you so you didn't save the game, right? Like you had just closed your switch down? I, I saved and I was on the home screen. But I never oh, got that. Weird. Oh, there's an update when I went to resume. Were you, were you on the like games like start screen or were you on your Switch's home screen? Because I was on my Switch's home screen. Yeah, I was on the game. Okay, so I wasn't in the game. Like I was suspended at the game, and then when I clicked the icon gotcha. to like go back into the game, that's mm-hmm. when it said this software yeah. needs to update. And I was yeah. like, oh yeah, shit. Yeah, I did the same. I think I did the same thing. So that must be it. Well, there you go. Um, but Steve, you've gotten to actually <laughs> <Yeah>. experience <laughs> the new stuff. So Leaf is in your town. You've got access to shrubs and hedges and flowers. Yeah. Um, what's I up? Don't, what are you I, What are you thinking about it? So I've got Leaf. I don't have Red. So Danny on the team got Red and Leaf today. So I haven't okay. got Red yet. So I have I'm to hoping, go see what happened with me. I'm hoping Red shows up tomorrow. Um. But it feels like a totally new game for me today. So I've got the new Nooks Crannies just like Same. pulled up. Yeah. And like, I, so I like, I, I came out, I had like the letter from them saying the new Nooks Crannies open. And I've got like the stuff from Leaf. I went over and I got all my shrubs. And then when we finally found out how to get hedges, which if you don't know, go to loopots.com. Chewie's written an article for us on how to get hedges. I've got hedges. So I planted all my shrubs. I've got the like Nook, Nook Miles stuff for that. And, uh, yeah, it feels great. And I finally got Cosmos. Like, that's the biggest thing for me is that, like, he's coming, <laughs> Leaf's coming around with, like, special flowers, like, flowers yeah. that you could not usually get. So I finally got Cosmos, which means I can finally make that stupid flower cart thing that I've been wanting to make forever. Nice. Yeah, I want to make mm-hmm. that too. Olaf uh, from, from the community sent me a bunch today, which was very, very kind of him. Thank you, Olaf. And uh, I got wildflowers the last time I went to Sarah's town. So I mm-hmm. think now with Leaf, I'll, like, Whatever the one I'm missing still, I can snag and I'll have all of them finally. So uh, the flowers you get from Leaf seems to depend. It seems to be random. Like my partner oh. got my partner got lilies and and I think Cosmos. I got mums and Cosmos. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it depends on what you've what already had. Flowers are or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I actually went to Olaf's That's what I Island and uh, bought some stuff from Leaf. So that was cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, shout out to all. Oh, so, th- so it's kind of like kicks then. You can go to like different islands and buy different stuff. Yeah, because Macaulay came to my island and they bought, like, for some reason they only got three starter bushes, not four. Whereas I got four, like, starter shrubs, but they only got three. So they huh. came over and bought the fourth one, which is really strange. Um, but yeah, on the whole, it seems like a really great update. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm looking forward to seeing what else comes. I'm looking forward to trying to, like, figure out the um the difference between forgeries and like real art it sounds like i'm gonna have to google like what some of these like traditional pieces of art look like so i can try and figure out what the hell is meant to be and then take we should the museum. uh that's something we should make a guide for honestly mm-hmm. like how to like spot the fakes yeah yeah i'm kind of walking back my comments a few weeks ago about how i wish we had kind of everything like that at the start i think that the oh. pacing it feels pretty good had I gotten everything what I was apparently supposed to. Yeah, yeah. Plus, um, I also think, like, it gives surprise. Like, mm-hmm. I know we kind of knew that some of this stuff was coming. We, there was, like, the the villager snippets where people were talking about there being an art gallery and there was stuff that people mentioned red and stuff like that. But we didn't we didn't know about all of it. And, and, like, some of the stuff that's coming in later in the month or in May seems pretty exciting as well. Yeah, totally. I I think that it is. It feels better when you get the stuff paced out. So like when it actually comes, right? Yeah. So like I don't know. It was a couple of days um, before. Was what was it Monday or Tuesday? They were like, oh, there's going to be this update. You know, on Thursday, whatever, whatever. This is what's going to be in it. And like kind of getting that felt better than had we had everything from the start. 
But the waiting yeah. period. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I really like it. I, I like the like drip feed updates. I think it's really cool. What the one thing I didn't really particularly appreciate of this update was the the nerf on the interest that kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, that was a bummer, especially because I finally have money. Like Me I now too. have like, a, the last a million time. bells in the bank. Yeah, and I it's, spend oh, cool, it all now. Last they nerf time. it. So what? Your yeah. bell rug? You're not happy with your bell rug? As no, a... I'm not happy with my bell rug, especially when it's not really an exclusive item. You can just go redeem one from the the bloody ATM machine if you want. <laughs> well, everyone got one. Too, so it's like, who gives a shit? <laughs> well, Whatever. segueing into the other like pieces of content, you can get the um, what is it, the Isabel and the Nook shirts? Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah, that's cool. cool. I'm, I'm, I'm cheap into that. too. That wasn't a lot of uh, mile points. That's like the thing that I'm really, really into is that like you're getting, uh, like we're getting events, but we're also getting small little updates like that, and that's yeah. like really huge because mm-hmm. I think. And it seems like obviously you've come around to kind of the position that I think Steve and I were on where we like the drip feed. But I know um, so that was something that Chewy called out in his review as well, where it's like it's not this thing that everybody could just data mine and spoil everything for us now. We know everything and there's this like incentive to time travel because everyone else is cheating and getting ahead of you and you want cool stuff. And and I think this is like really, you know, encouraging you to keep coming back to the game for reasons both big and small, right? Because, oh, cool, now there's this event and I can get these new items that I never had access to before that really let me change the way I decorate and, you know, set up my town and everything. That's really cool. On top of that, you know, now, like, I've really, like, I'm stacking up Nook Miles like crazy because I have nothing to spend them on except for tickets. See, my issue with the Nook Miles is I spent pretty much all of them on tickets so i was doing like the whole spider island thing and i also like finally managed to boot off one of the villages i wasn't particularly happy with and so i had like a free tent space and so i must have gone to like 10 islands looking for one i actually liked (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so that that costs a fair amount to like find a villager you're actually into i've got 50k of on nuke miles right now and like i want new items to spend it on you know like i want more things to to do you know and not because i'm running out of stuff to do i have way more to do than i have time to play right now uh which is great but the fact that they're constantly introducing new things is like you know it's that uh it's that carrot and stick you know yeah that's why i think i've come around really is because i kind of got i don't want to say bored but you know a lot of the community felt the same the loot pots community where they said you know i'm kind of done playing the game for 10 hours a day i'm logging on i'm doing my dailies i'm doing this and i kind of reached that point sooner i think so i was kind of like i wish i had this all now because it would give me that incentive to play those hours that i was so used to playing before but you don't want to burn out on this game because who knows when the next one's coming and and i think that's that's the thing that really I love about the whole like live service strategy that they're kind of employing here mm-hmm. is that I think to your point, it's really easy to like mainline a game like this and play a hell of it, a hell lot of it at once, and then just get done. Be like, I'm burnt out on this. I don't want to touch it anymore. It's it's over for me. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that I've had a period where I was playing like you know, eight hours a day, whatever, as much, literally as much as I could for as long as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that kind of plateaued. And I now I've, I've been in that more mode of like, I'm playing for an hour or two a day, maybe, maybe three, if we're doing a stream or something like that. And, um, you know, I'm putting in my time where I have it. But now that there's this new thing and it's only for like a week and a half, I'm going to be playing for like, four hours, yeah. five hours at a time because there's something new to do. And I want to go find red and collect the art and do all this mm-hmm. new shit to do. Because to Steve's point, it feels like the game's brand new again. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the game is kind of... I think, Steve, you mentioned this before. The game's kind of meant to be played in those small bursts. It is. And then you get that taste of, okay, we're bringing this event. Here's where you can play for the eight, ten hours a day. Oh, there's a fishing tournament today? I'm going to play for six hours. Right, and then today. you go back to your, your daily grind, so to speak. Yeah. I'm okay and, with and I think, and I, I like that about it because to me, like I mentioned a while back about how, you know, eventually Animal Crossing was going to transition into like my side game and there'd be days where I play it for a, a lot, a big period of time. But most of the time I'm just checking in here and there, you know, yeah. like once a day maybe. Hmm. And 
that's kind of what I've been doing now with Final Fantasy, where I've put, like, I think eight hours into that. So, like, that's kind of the game I'm more sitting down and, like, oh, I'm excited to get back to that because it's new and I want to experience it. Mm -hmm. But now that there's this other thing, that's about to get put on the side for a few (laughs) days while I focus on Animal Crossing again. And that's awesome, you know, because that makes Animal Crossing a regular part of my, you know – like gaming digest rather than this thing that I put a hundred hours into and then never touched again. Mm. It's not supposed to be that. Yeah. It kind of like turns into like, I always thought animal crossing was better played with another game from the start. You know, like Mm -hmm. it's, it's just, it makes you appreciate it more. So that's kind of where I've always been with animal crossing. Yeah. Well, I said to Pete that I wanted to play, Divinity Original Sin 2 while I was playing Animal Crossing, but that just didn't really work out well for me. I just ended up playing Animal Crossing all the time. (laughs) Which is fine, too. Yeah, but I mean, right, like, that was also, for a long time, it's like, oh, we've been waiting for this for years, especially the last year. It's been really tough. It's a thing that everyone's playing, everyone's talking about. You can play it with your friends. You can play it with the community. You can play it with your partner. Like, it makes sense that we all have all had that moment with Animal Crossing over the last like month plus. And I think that that moment's going to continue now in spurts rather than, yes. you know, it just being the thing. Yeah. And I, I think that's great because to the point, I think you acquiesced to this even when you did, said you didn't like it, TJ, where the I think the benefit of that is that it also keeps the conversation around Animal Crossing going. Like, mm-hmm. you just look at the Loot Pots community as as an example. I don't think there's any game that we as a community have been this engaged with for this long. Not even close. You know? Not even Smash. Like, not even... Like, Pokemon no. is a close second. Well, not a close second. It was a second place. It's a second. Yeah, but not I wouldn't even say close. close. Yeah. Not even close no. at all. And, like, not Mario Maker, not Smash. Mm-hmm. Like, none of those games. Mario they had Maker their moment. didn't hit at all. I don't no. think Mario Maker 2 really just did not hit <laughs> It's so sad. And we're going to talk about it, but... Yeah. Damn. Before we go on to Mario Maker, like, I want to talk see what you guys think of the other stuff that is coming. Yeah. So, like, they've yeah, got... Yeah. They've got, like, three more events coming up. So there's the Mayday Tour from May 1st to the 7th. You mean the Rover Tour? <laughs> I was going to say. The World Tour, baby. <laughs> Rover's back. <laughs> what do you think he's going to do? I have no idea. I have no idea. Like, it, the thing he does didn't happen, you know? So, like, who knows? Probably ask you some weird questions and... Drive a bus on yeah. your island. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> There's the the museum day thing with the stamps where you go around to all the exhibits and um, uh, you get stamps and then you get a reward, which I think is super, super cool. Yeah, and awesome. then there's the the wedding season with um, Cyrus and Reese, which we haven't seen in the game yet. Yeah, yeah, it was cool to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm stoked on that. I uh, I just got I don't I've mentioned this on the show. I just got engaged last week, and I'm like, oh, perfect! I can play my whole wedding in Animal Crossing now, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just what one if, more if, reason to play. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and think about all the people that can get married this year because of it right? they just have that wedding in animal crossing Jump weddings graduation save yourself twenty thousand dollars <laughs> only seven only six people can come but i mean hey like... <laughs> it's better that way <laughs> or you can rotate people in and out can have an intimate ceremony oh, you know man. can we you know like there's those bell queue websites maybe we can do like a wedding queue system and we just have a few people pop in every now and again they give their <laughs> best wishes yeah, and then they you, guys, yeah you, go. you guys just idle <laughs> <laughs> Because you'll literally never be able to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, so the other uh, bit of Animal Crossing news before we pop off into the rest of the stuff was just uh, wanted to touch on the the update on sales numbers, where um, there's estimates right now that it's around five million digital copies have been sold, <laughs> oh um, which puts this among you know the best selling Switch software already. It's, it makes it the best-selling digital game of any console. Yeah, it, and it beat out Call of Duty Black Ops 4 for that title, <laughs> which is just like, you got to imagine that there's some, like, real aggro gamer bros who are so pissed about this, and I'm just like, I'm with yes, you. I love to see it. But think I about it, because that was kind Animal of... Animal Crossing is the real hardcore game, bro. It is. I mean, and it came at a time where people were a little anxious to go out and maybe pick up a physical copy. 
um, you know, that March 20th timeframe. That's kind of when things were starting to ramp up, at least here in the U.S. Yeah. And, and in a lot of places in Europe. So that could play and a like part. And, like, a bunch of GameStops, like, had to close mm-hmm. their midnight releases right. and stuff. So you got to imagine a lot of people probably, like, jump ship and grab the digital. Right. And and specifically to that, I mean, this game would have sold ridiculously well anyway. It's just more yeah. digital. Probably that played a role in it, I think. Yes, absolutely did. I'm, though, this... I'm physical only, as, like, everyone that listens to this knows. I kind of regret getting this physically. I really wish yep. I bought this game digitally because it <laughs> is the you. kind of game that you dip in and out of all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Yeah. Okay. I know, it's yeah. Like yeah, exactly. Pete, yeah, Pete, you were right. Okay, we get it. It's like hashtag Pete was right. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the only game yeah. I got digitally on the Switch that wasn't an indie. It's just like, for for games like this, it's the way to go. It really mm-hmm. is. And I'm at the point where I'm ready to just be like, I don't ever, I'm never going to buy physical again. Oh, I can't Unless do it's that. like, because <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't care about collecting physical copies of games anymore. And Not even like, Cookie Mama? Nah. And unless it's like, unless it's like the collector's edition of Link's Awakening that I had Steve send me. Like, that's a cool thing. Well, they got I the better one. I got anyway. it. But for the most part, like, I play the game, and then the cart either ends up in my Switch case, mm-hmm. or it ends up back in the thing, and then it's shoved in a Calic drawer with all the rest of my games, you know? I don't, like, display yeah, them, so... I totally get that, but, uh, you know, on the on the inverse of that, like I said, like, I'm now experiencing the fact that I can just let someone else use those games when I'm not using them, which yeah, and that's has been great. a real, real yeah. plus. It like definitely saved me money when I wanted to let Sarah play Fire Emblem and Breath of the Wild. So, like, you know, I think for bigger games like that, I might still pick them up just so I don't have to, like, waste the space on my, um, you know, my, my digital memory. But otherwise, it's kind of like Smash, Animal Crossing, and Pokemon. Pokemon I got physically. But Smash and Animal Crossing I both got digitally, and I'm happy I did. Yeah. How much, how much longer do you think it's going to be for Animal Crossing to outsell smash at the moment apparently in japan um animal crossing sold 3.61 million copies whereas Mm -hmm. uh smash sold 3.65 million copies in its one and almost one and a half years um that's been out yeah i i mean i think animal crossing is gonna eclipse it quickly yeah um people greatly underestimated animal crossing's sales potential and it's exceeded even my expectations and i was pretty bullish about it uh, like it, it sold faster than Mario or Zelda, like, and like any of them, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like, that's like, it's huge. Like Animal Crossing is a fucking juggernaut and it always, not always was, but it has been for a bit, but this is like, it's on a whole new level now. Like it's, it's like, uh, cultural, like. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's a phenomenon. Like even even yeah, people yes, like Elijah yeah. Wood are playing it and asking mm-hmm. people if he he can come to right. the island to sell his turnips. It's like, <laughs> um, yeah, and and uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Brie Larson Brie has Larson. been like playing, and, it, and, yeah. yeah, like it's it, it, like you said, it's a phenomenon, mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a moment in the same way that like very it, few video games get that level of crossover where yeah like, like the last like one the new york times is writing about it yeah. and everything and you know it's like it's a it's a big deal mm-hmm. it feels like it feels like um when fortnite kind of had its moment it kind of like peaked and yeah. everyone was talking about it, everyone was playing it and i don't think it'll ever reach that level just because it's not a free yeah. to play game but it's really nice to see people enjoying something that i really love yeah i genuinely think i don't i don't think it will beat mario kart 8 that seems crazy but I do think it'll be the second best-selling game on Nintendo Switch very soon. Yeah, yeah, I can I see can that. See it. I really, oh, do. I don't know though, because you got Breath of the Wild and Pokemon and Animal Crossing and Smash and I, it's gonna. I think it's gonna it's gonna eclipse Pokemon pretty soon. Yeah, like I, I we'll see. Maybe I, maybe now I'm overshooting, but like I I genuinely think it's on the track to be. If not two, three. Yeah, I was gonna say like safely top three. Yeah, safely for sure. Yeah. So dope, great, glad to see it. Love to see it connecting with so many people. Uh, it's been awesome, like seeing so many people that I know get turned on to Animal Crossing for the first mm-hmm. time and like getting getting what's cool about it and what's fun about it. Um, I it used to be a thing that like I really didn't know a lot of people who were into, and now it feels like everybody I know is playing. Yep. <laughs> so it's awesome. 
Uh, so speaking of updates, Super Mario Maker Two, who knew? Got its final update <laughs> this week. I who mean, knew? It's kind out of, of nowhere. It's, it's kind of its first update as well. Like I swear they've added nothing to this game in its Zelda lifespan. or Link. They add. They've added some stuff. Not, not really though. Not to this extent. This is like this is its first really major update and its yeah. final major update. Which is a bummer, um, but they are adding a world maker where you're going to be able to create a overworld, like a la Super Mario World, which is obviously really cool, highly requested feature. People can effectively make their own Mario games now, Yeah, it's really uh, cool. which is so awesome. And they added like a ton of new power-ups, um, Super Mario Brothers 2 Mushroom, the Frog Suit, which obviously everybody was really stoked about, uh, the Power Balloon, Super Acorn, Boomerang Flower... And uh, we also got some wearable power-ups like the Cannon Box, Propeller Box, Red Pow Box, and Goopa Mask, and Bullet Bill Masks. So, like, just lots of cool new stuff. They added the, they're added, they adding the Koopalings, which, as a Super Mario World fan, that's tight. Uh, so, yeah, like, I, I, there's a lot of a lot of stuff here. It's a, it's a meaty update. Uh, DJ, you're a big Super Mario Maker 2 fan, despite the fact that it didn't really hit like I think we all expected or wanted it to. Uh, where like what? Where's your take on this right now? Yeah, it's funny because when you, I was gonna ask if you guys were even gonna gonna try it out. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. No. Yeah, and and a lot of um, I don't I don't want to say casual, but like people who don't make a routine of playing this game probably aren't gonna touch it. Um, I'm gonna touch it, but uh, I I think I've been thinking about this a lot because on the Wii, even on the Wii U. Mario Maker was a huge, huge deal. And if, yeah. like, some sort of, if you want to call it a new IP or whatever you want to call it, franchise, if it made a bigger wave on kind of like a failed console and not on, uh, like, an astronomically better system, that, like, kind of sucks, you know? Because this game has way better features, even if they're not implemented as well as they could be, like the online, things like that. It had a lot of negativity around it with, like, Oh, you can't play with friends. Um, you can't like team up with friends, co-op with friends at the start. But that came later on, and then the you know radio silence with updates until now. So yeah. I'm excited. I think that's why, though. You know, like <laughs> when, when when you talk about why it didn't connect, like I think that was the problem. Because like you look at Super Mario Maker proper, yeah. And to your point, it was a it was on a failed console. So I think people who owned a Wii U like flocked to it mm. because it was a, a you know like a must-have piece of software that everyone was talking about and playing for a bit and it became a thing for a while and i feel like the reason we didn't see as much of a splash this time is like it was timed not super well mm -hmm. like it came out at kind of a weird time mm -hmm. there had just been a 2d mario like months earlier and i don't feel like we were all as hungry for it as we were for mario maker when it was you know on wii u uh, and not to mention that then, to your point, like, they basically went radio silence. Yeah. You know, like, we got a, sh a few updates, big break, link update, big break, this. And I maybe, like, one of the other thing in between, but... And it's done now. Like, that's just so right. weird to me, because it's not, it's not like it sold poorly. Like, I mean, in comparison yeah. to eight Delo Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Animal Crossing, you know, even kind of like Smash and Pokemon, um, it's not like a poorly selling game. Yeah, I mean, it didn't it didn't hit on that level, but I don't know. I was you know, just so it definitely bummed. wasn't. I'm biased, but I was just I was so bummed to kind of no, see it I, not. I don't think you're biased. I think most people were bummed to see it not connect. But I, I feel like if it had had the same kind of support that we're seeing with Animal Crossing, I think it would have. Yeah, I don't. Well, I, I don't think know. to some extent, yeah, it would have. But I also think a large part of it when it first came out was um, the fact that it requires Switch Online to basically do anything. That's and true. And, it's and a lot of people of, don't have it. Yeah, like exactly. Story mode? You don't. You don't uh, story mode is the only thing essentially you can you can play. Yeah. Like you know you can you can make your courses, but then nobody else can play it <laughs> because you can't share it online without paying for Switch Online. And it's like, yeah, it's great and it's fun to make courses, but you want to see other people play them. And a large part of it is being able to download other courses and oh, to yeah. restrict that behind a paywall for people who might be buying this for their kids or might be buying it for themselves and then they can't really do much with it. It's kind of crappy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then it's like, okay, people were upset at Animal Crossing for not being able to, like, save data your your island, only one island per Switch. Yeah. And it's just... Phew, astronomical. Yeah, stuff. but I, I... 
Yeah, but uh, looking, I think, but like that, that for like, I actually think it's really clever. Like, it's forced me to buy another Switch because I did not want someone to share their island with me. <laughs> yeah. And and like, yeah, fair enough. It's it's caused a bit of a divide, but at least for Animal Crossing, you don't have to buy another subscription if you if you don't want to, unless you're going to be playing online with other people. And even then, if you're in the same room as someone with another Switch, you can still visit each other's islands via local yeah. play. And and if you only play that game offline as a single player, like there's still a ton of things for you to do, and there's like you know you'll have a complete full experience that way. And mm-hmm. I think that's not necessarily true for Mario Maker. Like I enjoyed the story mode, and that was really the thing I spent the most time with. Um, and I didn't feel like that was a waste, but I don't think that's why people play Mario Maker, right? Like it's for the online element. And oh yeah, yeah, I, more so. So I. I I, I think Mario Maker 2 is like a case of a death by a thousand cuts. Like, it's not that there's any one big glaring problem. It's a lot of little things that they mishandled mm-hmm. that you can see how they've done it better in other games. Like, if there had been a Mario Maker 2 update every two weeks or, like, every week, like there has been with Animal Crossing, people would probably still be playing it. Yeah, but it should have been events. That, like, that seems to be the big thing is that most, of their, most of their games, like, Splatoon has them. Um, Smash Bros has them with their like uh, spirit boards. Yeah. Animal Crossing is getting them. Like that drives people to come back to the game. Mm-hmm. Like you do a timed thing, like oh, come back for the Zelda event on Mario, and like kind of make Zelda themed courses. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, people will come back and they'll play and give them new content and stuff. I feel like they kind of leaned on it because people are kind of making the content for you, right? Like I get that new items, power ups, that makes more creative levels. But I feel like they even did this on the Wii U. They kind of bank on you making the content for each other, right? Yeah. It's like Which unlimited is like, content. And I think that's fine because, like, that is the point of the game, right? Is like, a user-generated thing. Yeah. And, like, that's great. But I think if – rather than if this had been one big update now, if they had given us, you know, oh – the month after it, or, you know, I don't know, whatever, like, just for the sake of argument, right? Mm. Month after it comes out, here's an update, right? That added multiplayer, right? Or that probably should have been there at launch, but. That I agree with. See, I'm just not. Next, I'm not, I'm not next so, month, it's Zelda. Yeah. Next month, it's Koopa Kids. Yeah. Next month, it's this. Next month, it's this, you know? And, like, putting a huge update out now when everybody's already moved on, mm. I don't think it's going to bring people back. Right. And that's kind of a problem they put themselves in. But I felt like there was enough, like, plenty at launch. I would have liked the friend update, um, or you know, yeah, to not to be extent, an update. But at launch, but at launch, what did you get that was new over the old game other than slopes? You got new worlds, right? It was like um, Mario, like was... some new themes. But it's like if you were like big into that game on Wii U, you probably had like a a big taste of it already, and you probably invested a lot of time into right. it. But but you had you had online co op, you had online versus, you had. New Again, online. Or you need items. to pay, but you need to pay for like Switch Online for most of that stuff. See, but like that's it's not like it's the only game where you kind of have to do that. Plus, like, all right, I, I understand locking it behind the paywall. No, but like, say, I don't think Splatoon would have succeeded as much as it did if you couldn't play online for free for a year. I, I also think that Splatoon wouldn't work if it was only updated as frequently as something like Mario Maker 2, right? Like, because that's the thing is there was a Splatfest every month and, you know, like, granted they've stopped that now, but we're going to talk about it in a minute how they're bringing it back. <laughs> um, that, that's a thing that you can, like, there's a reason to play, right? Mm-hmm. Because you pick a team and you want your team to win and you want the gear that you can only get if you do the thing and that, like, that gets you to come back. Whereas Mario Maker, it was just kind of like, oh, well, people will make new levels, but everybody stopped playing. Right. So, like, but then it's like they introduced the there? ninja speed runs. They introduced, you know, and and it might not be important to everybody, but I, I feel like they did like introduce a lot of stuff too. Like they yeah. they went radio silent, I think, because that's kind of they were kind of speaking to an empty room, really, mm. and and that's yeah. why everyone's Fair like, enough. where 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 was it at? It's like it was there, kind of. I th- I think the thing that surprises me the most is that it seems to be one of the few things that has come over from Wii U yeah. in some way, right? Like, that hasn't been a hit. I mean, yeah. I don't think New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe was a massive hit for the no. Amiibo. Didn't need to be a massive hit, though. That's a, just a port of an old game. Yeah. This is like a follow-up to a game that had heat, and 
felt like it really didn't have much mm-hmm. of a yeah. you think it would. Yeah, and I'm yeah. and I'm coming around to your point, Steve, like about the having to have Switch online and I'm in a in a lucky situation where it's like, you know, it's it's I have that. So. Yeah, I have it and it's like way cheaper for me because I have a family plan with a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. So it's like what, three dollars, four dollars? Something like Splitting that. it with eight people. I mean, come on. So yeah, I'm spending ten bucks on it now, and I have had like a year for free from Amazon or whoever at some yeah. point anyway. <laughs> Switch Online apparently has 15 million subscribers, and they've they've sold around four million copies of Mario Maker Two. So it's a large chunk of those players probably do have Switch Online. To be fair, yeah, and had. I just I'm I'm trying to think like live on the air. I know we don't have time to keep talking about this, but I'm like, why why did it like I don't see why it should have done as poorly as it did. Like I think it was just a lot of little factors. Bad communication, not feeling. Yeah, yeah. The guy like it launched the friend update, like really turned people off. Like. Yep. bad time yeah if it had come out a few months later with a better marketing push i think it i think it could have hit because yeah. i to your point it's a good game i just think Great it wasn't game. it wasn't it wasn't super compelling damn for whatever reason i that's that's a shame to hear <laughs> uh but speaking of splatoon 2 uh they got a special a quote special one-off splatfest on the way and uh, a demo event for splatoon 2 because i guess they're trying to drum up interest in Splatoon 2 again? Even Absolutely though, bizarre. And, like, they don't really need to like, drum interest up. They're still doing, they were still doing, like, tournaments and stuff. I was due to go see one before all this coronavirus shit happened. It's, and it's it, like, it's like, what the hell? We we made, su- they made such a big hoo-ha last, ju- last July about the Splatpocalypse and it being the final fest. And we all, like, played and, like, picked our side. And it was, it was really fun. And, like, we picked whether we were, like, Chaos or Order and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Ah, it's back. Ah, sod it. Let's just get the ketchup and mayo back out. I do have to say that that particular Splatfest was the hottest one in my household. The ketchup and mayo was, yeah. And so, and it's mayo that's the correct answer, so it's all good. Ketchup, man. No way. I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you on the turf. I'll see you on the turf. <laughs> do you know, <laughs> we just got to do what they do in um, the Netherlands. They like have this sauce. It's like, I think it's called fry sauce. And it's basically like ketchup and mayo mixed together. And it's really fucking good. And they like, isn't that just, their, isn't that just Mac sauce? Isn't I that the know. Big Mac I've heard that sauce? called pink no, sauce. No, the big, the big Mac sauce is like got pickles chopped into it and all sorts of weird stuff. Oh, oh whatever. <laughs> here, the, here, there's like Heinz cell the sauce mixed together. It's like, the best of both worlds, ketchup and mayo, and they they call it saucy sauce. They couldn't tell come you up what the better name than saucy sauce. I'll tell you what, both of those condiments are trash, and that's the final take. Let's move on to the next. What one. the fuck? Value. What do you put on your fries? What do Nothing. you put on your fries? Salt, salt, yeah, salt, yeah, yeah. What about, what about vinegar? No. What? That's a that's a thing <laughs> here. Salt and vinegar. Yeah, because you guys are chips. weird. No, no, not even a little bit. You and we're moving on. You missed the whole like, demo event. You missed the whole demo event. So if you're interested in Splatoon, <laughs> you can get it for cheap this month. There's a demo starting on May on April 29th and running through to May 6th, and then you can get a 30% discount. So if you're ever you if you're ever in Splatoon, now's the time to pick it up. Pick it up. It's a really really good game. I don't know why. I know, you I'm play- already... I've been playing it again. I've I've pumped like 200 hours into the game. It's it's amazing. Yo. Boys, should we get some quads going? We get some want to squad up. Oh, I'm yeah. terrible because I haven't played since launch, but let's do it. I'm ready to speak some like inkling, and we just go. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Who's the? Doesn't who else plays? Doesn't what one of the other people on the team play? Mark. Mark plays. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah. Squad up. You three can carry me because you're all good. Switch stream. And I'll just I'll play support. <laughs> support whatever that <laughs> I like, means. In I like tower control. <laughs> Tower control, and, control. Um, and clam blitz are my favorite modes. I'm just gonna, you know, suppressing fire, and I'll scare them. At so, you so you're gonna get splatted them. every two seconds. You're just gonna oh, be the God. center of attention. You're gonna be the follow yeah. me, like in Pokemon. I'll be the bait. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're gonna you use follow me, and then we're all gonna go ink. <laughs> let's do it. Let's give Pete, it up. Let's give Pete a roller. He'll, he'll be fine. 
Oh, you'll be. I fine. love the roller. Yeah, that's one of my favorite weapons because it's for because it's terrible for people who suck. You just have to push forward. That's all. You have to yeah, do. that's why I'm great with that. I could do that. <laughs> all right, so moving along. Uh, this was a big story that that popped up this week, and not a ton of people are talking about it um, because it's like you know it's boring and it's about investments and stuff. But um, it's it's an interesting one. So activist investor value act uh, has invested over a billion dollars 1.1 billion dollars into nintendo so they are um an american company that invests in a, they've, they have investments in a few different video game companies like uh, microsoft is is one of the biggest ones and their their whole thing is essentially um they invest in companies that they feel like have like multimedia potential that they're not um fully realizing more or less so they now have a uh, 2% stake in Nintendo, um, which means that they, they own 2% of the company. They didn't end up um, – there's a lot of times when, when these kind of things happen where, like, people are aggressively buying percentages of a company where they demand certain things like like a spot on the board or something like that, or and, and they didn't do any of those things, um, which has you know, been point out, um, pointed out that, you know, that might be – good right that that they're not looking at uh having too much control but you know um this is a kind of thing where there's definitely been a lot of opinions on it dj and i talked about it a little on twitter this week um what do you what do you guys think about this like th- their whole goal here is they they feel as this here I'll, I'll give you this quote and then we'll we'll jump into it we believe that Nintendo will be one of the largest digital media services in the world in a category with the likes of Netflix, Disney+, Tencent Interactive Entertainment, and Apple Music, the company wrote. That is the most interesting point, I think, because like, I kind of agreed with your kind of first reaction, which is any... Trepidation. Yeah, like any, you know, investors who want to spot on any kind of board with a company that has such a consistent, you know, ethics and values... Um, for for decades to see that potentially compromised by like who are you like that who are you aspect and what are you doing in my nintendo (laughs) kind of like puts people it makes them uneasy and myself included and there's a precedent for it too right like you look at what happened with ubisoft right and then the the point where the guillemont family almost lost controlling stake of ubisoft because of aggressive uh, purchases from outside actors plus with new leadership in Nintendo, um, new like for Nintendo's you know sake, I mean yeah. within the past what three years, um, it, it is kind of like so. What's going to happen? Is this going to affect Nintendo's bottom line in terms of how they value software and consumers and things like that? Even though some things they do are kind of weird, particularly with the eShop, but whatever. Um, but they do uh, like struggle with digital services, right? Um, right. So, and that's something, um, I forget who tweeted this out, but they kind of said value act is good. at something that Nintendo isn't. So this was Daniel Ahmed. Uh, he's, uh, uh, an analyst who is a great follow on Twitter and he was actually the one who like broke the story for me anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was, it was funny. I, I, I had like tweeted my initial reaction and retweeted a bunch of the other stuff and then i saw him put out another tweet where he said the thing that you said and i retweeted it and was like this is a good point maybe i'm just a little gun shy and he liked it (laughs) i was like oh yeah i'm validating your your opinion (laughs) and it's good to give him proper shout out because that that is a a really good point um but yeah you know absolutely i hope that that's all it is right is like we can help you let us help you well and you have to think right like this also kind of makes sense when you think about Nintendo's moves over the last couple of years in light of the new leadership, mm-hmm. right? Like, obviously, since uh, the death of, of uh, Mr. Iwata mm-hmm. and obviously the Reggie leaving Nintendo of America, now there's been some pretty major shakeups in uh, the leadership that's been at the helm for generations now of, of consoles. And, you know, in just the last couple of years, we've seen them, like, partner with Universal on this Nintendo theme park thing. They're working with um, I forget the name of the studio, but the for the Super Mario Brothers animated thing, it's the Despicable Me people and whoever. Um, so they're they're kind of moving in this direction anyway, right? Yeah. Like they've expanded into making smartphone games. Like they are getting increasingly 
willing, I think, to leverage their IP in ways that they kind of, I think, were scared off of after the Super Mario Brothers movie and some blunders. That <laughs> I was they made just going to say that. <laughs> and it's true. That was a huge embarrassment for them. And yeah. it's a big reason why I think we didn't see more. Or stuff. the bad Zelda games on the CDI, Philips CDI. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, you know, I think after those mistakes, like, we saw Nintendo get really precious with their IP for better and for worse. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes me gun shy about it. But in the same breath, there is a lot of opportunity, I think, for Nintendo's IP to be leveraged in ways that it hasn't been before. And, you know, they're definitely um, already kind of thinking that way. So maybe this partnership is something that could benefit them. And Nintendo's worth over $95 billion, I think is yeah. what I read. So to think that a 2% stake or whatever it is, one point or whatever yeah, stake yeah. is going to change the way that Nintendo works ethically is unrealistic, I think, at this point. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're not on the board um, yet. Good. But I think they probably will make them. <laughs> I think they will be eventually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, I think it's worth noting that it's not a partnership. It is like we've just decided we want to buy lots of Nintendo. We've done so over the last year. And mm-hmm. and they could continue to keep buying more and more and more as they want because Nintendo is a publicly traded company. There's nothing that will stop them from doing that. If people want to sell their shares, they can do. Um but having looked at uh, like who Value Active invested in before, Microsoft, Adobe, Rolls Royce, mm-hmm. there's some big companies, and like it seems that they they don't want, really want to come in and say everything you're doing is wrong, and we want you to change. It's going to be a case of we will drive you and maybe give you some advice. But it it seems to be that they're just like a hedge fund, and they take money from tons and tons of people and um, invest it on their behalf. Mm-hmm. And so I'd imagine they've just looked at Nintendo and said that that would be a wise investment. Yeah, <clears throat> that they they smell the blood in the water, right? Mm-hmm. That Nintendo's moving towards these multimedia mm-hmm. ad- adventures anyway. Yep. And I think uh, the comparison that they made to those other brands is not unfounded, right? Like Nintendo is not as big as those companies, but they could be. Nintendo's IP is the most valuable video game IP that exists for the most part. Um, and a lot of the competitors do not have brand recognition in the way that Nintendo does. Because even something like Fortnite or Call of Duty, which are two other, you know, megalithic, you know, billion-dollar, million-dollar franchises that we called out in this conversation, right? Who's the face of those brands, right? Like, yeah, sure, like, you like there's, like, llamas in Fortnite, and that's made, like, llamas a thing in America, which is ridiculous. (laughs) Um, Like, kids are having llama birthdays and stuff. It's, like... The new hot kid thing. <laughs> oh, There's a ridiculous. llama cereal that has nothing to do with Fortnite. Oh, and it's just definitely no. a direct result of that market research for sure. It's it's ridiculous. Um, so, like, not to say that there's not iconography from Fortnite that's not recognizable. But, like, there's no Mario of Fortnite, right? There's no Mario of Call of Duty. Like, Mario, Mario is a Mickey Mouse level yeah. recognizable figure. Mm-hmm. And, like, no other video game company has that, let alone two in link you know mm-hmm. um so yeah I, nintendo has a ton of room to grow and become bigger and bigger and you know i understand why there are nintendo fans who are excited by that prospect because you think more of a thing that you like is good right sometimes and that's i i think you you only need to look at like the popular the popularization and like mass mediafication of anything over the last several years to see how it can hurt what you like um, and how it can change the bottom line in ways that are not good for what you as a consumer might want as a Nintendo fan, Mm -hmm. right? So that's worth considering too. Um, But I think to your point, both of you, that both of you made, it's not a big enough percentage for us to have to worry right now, Um, but we'll see where it goes. So, uh, speaking of, you know, Nintendo properties and other media, there was another interesting announcement this uh, week, which is that the upcoming uh, season of the, the, the next Pokemon anime, right, is going to be called Pokemon Journeys. And in the USA, it is only going to be aired on Netflix. So wild. Yeah, absolutely wild. So what do you guys, um, what do you guys think of this? Like, I am somebody who doesn't have cable. So I wouldn't catch it live on a network anyway. And I yeah. subscribe to like 
you know, the whatever Netflix is and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, so do you, are you guys, do you think this is good? Do you think it's bad? I'm curious. Oh, I, I don't, I don't really think it's either. Um, I think it's just kind of a sign of the times, yeah. you know? I think the fact that they're able to look at the bottom line and say that it's more valuable for us to go on a streaming service like Netflix than it is on a cable network. That's so wild. Um, it's wild, but it's also not terribly surprising. You know, like there was a report um, just a few days ago that I saw that was like, I think it was like a, uh, the headline that I remember reading, right, was um, Netflix has become the new center of the American living room, not TV, right? Yeah. And yeah, that's totally true. Like, Netflix is the de facto streaming platform as much as there are your Hulus and your Disney Pluses, you know, that are competitors. Like, Netflix is the thing, and it's more pervasive. And to, to see, like, major media properties partnering, partnering with them for um, debuting, you know, popular stuff is not crazy because think about it. You and I are way more likely to watch this now because it's going to be premiering on Netflix rather than – if it was on Cartoon Network. You, you nailed it. And that's what I was going to say is I this is going to be the first Pokemon anime that I'm catching when it drops in, gosh, probably since Diamond and Pearl. So if that uh, says anything. I'm thinking about tuning in. Yeah, I'm thinking about tuning in. And I haven't watched since uh, Gen Three's anime. Yeah. So oh, like whenever. I only ever watched these when I was a kid. Like, I literally <laughs> oh, man. Not, e- not I, even the movies? I put like. No, no, I don't, I don't watch any of this trash. I, I I'd wake up in the morning. <laughs> we put Sky One on while we're getting ready for school. Heavy Pokemon yeah. on. Uh, Brock with his eyes closed all the time, and then you know we we head off to school. That was that's the last I ever watched. I cried. At, I used uh, to get up on Saturday back. morning and watch it. Oh hell yeah, DJ! <laughs> I still like they did the um the uh, reboot on Netflix actually. So maybe this wasn't such a surprise. Um, you know, where it, was, it almost looked like claymation, yeah. and I, I'm it was so ugly. I, you know, I was. You know, I'm, I'm a 26 year old man. I still fucking cried. I don't care. You know, what's the biggest barrier for me? I think is that I don't like that they have different voice actors, and I don't like the new voice actors. Uh, yeah, like, I think if it was the same people, I'd probably like be way more inclined to like try. You mean to watch like it um, the original Ash, like from yeah. 98 or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Because that's the thing. That's when I stopped watching. Like, uh, I watched... I remember the last time I watched Pokemon uh, contemporarily was watching the premiere of the uh, Ruby and Sapphire era anime where they introduced Dawn and her brother and Misty left. And they had new voices. And I was like, I'm out. Done. I was already, like, you know, getting a little old for it. And, like, at that point, it was like... I don't think I was old enough to... I mean, I was, but I I didn't notice. You know, like, I couldn't even Mm. tell at the time. I didn't care. You know? Yeah. The next time they do a live-action one, like Detective Pikachu, I'll be there. Because I loved that film, but I'm just... I did love that. I'm not gonna... I'm not here for anime. Or, um... Alright, so so, so take that out of it. What do you think about the, the, the development of it being on Netflix? It's pretty cool. Um, I don't... Yeah, I don't think it's, um, necessarily, like, unheard of. But I think it's cool. I mean, I don't really know how it it kind of all goes down in in the States. I can imagine Sky's probably still going to get this in the UK, and it's not going to be heading to Netflix. I don't know if they've done an announcement of where it's going to land in other regions yet. I don't think so. Joe Merrick from Cerebi was getting a lot of shit because apparently he didn't didn't know, you know, because Joe just gets shit on all the time for no reason. People are awful. <laughs> it's like, dude, he's out there doing God's work for He's years, on every single day for all this 20 fucking years. Information. Do you know, I would, like, no, none of us would have ever been able to get into fucking competitive if it wasn't for Joe Merrick. Give him a fucking break, all right? Like, People are unbelievable. But anyway. Like, <laughs> ah, whatever. I, I, um, Netflix is kind of the place, though, that, that kids just focus on. Like, I've got... um. Uh, and millennials i've got some friends that have kids though and they put it on that netflix kids mode they give their kid the ipad and they can sit there watching pepper pig all day long what and like be happy as hell and like, you know what and they'll do the same with pokemon they'll do the same with whatever goes on today i will say 
the one thing my I guess my my one gripe with this news is that they didn't announce that they were just making a Pokemon Generations series for Netflix because that's what I really want. I don't know if if you've ever seen that DJ. Yeah, it was a, a the YouTube a show they did on YouTube. Yeah. You should watch these, Steve, because it's like five minutes, so it's not like you have to commit to watching like a full anime or anything. Oh. But they're just real good um, little Pokemon shorts that are like very much, um, you know, like uh, they're they're more adult. Yeah, it kind of like plays into how you imagined like red, blue, and the yellow games. as an adult, I guess. That's the one you're talking about, right? The one where they go back to Kanto? Oh, you know what? That that one is different, I think, actually. Which one's Generations? Generations, Generations is the... I, I was thinking that that was a part of the series, because I, I know the one you're talking yeah. about. That's the one I wanted to call out. Oh. Generations was another thing that they did that's also really cool, where it's like just these little snapshots of like... You know, um, yeah, it's it's all apparently all over history. Of, from Kanto yeah. to Kalos, go behind the scenes when it's Pokemon history. Let me see. And the um, tw- Twilight Wings, that's actually not bad either. I- I've liked them a lot. That's like a little YouTube short Pokemon. Um, they kind of like introduce a lot of um, Galar characters, which is cool. So a lot of the shorts are actually really good. Yeah, there's some really good stuff on the Pokemon YouTube channel. Um, sure, I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, the- like, if the- I'll be surprised if like Disney Plus didn't bid for this. Like here, I know it's Disney, but here they've got a ton of non-Disney shit on it. Like Edward yeah. Scissorhands and like all sorts of random crap that you wouldn't expect well, Disney to have. That's because they own that shit. Anything they don't own is not going to be on Disney Plus. I swear there was some stuff they didn't own on there. I really want Indiana Jones I... to go on there. They need to bloody buy that off Paramount. <laughs> yeah, well they'll get it eventually. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Just buy Paramount like they did with Fox. Eventually there'll only be one movie studio and it'll be Disney. Yeah, I'm we're already dangerously close to that <laughs> uh so i know i promised some mail pots uh and there was leftovers from last week but we did not expect this much news so um we are gonna table those for next time because we are getting a little bit long here and it's about time for us to hop into after dark this week uh so what are you shaking your head at steve i just i, I just can't, i can't believe the backlash you're gonna get paid it's gonna be it's gonna be hell to pay I, there will be hell to pay that's gonna be the thing forks. is the thing is, I know we talked about uh, potentially pushing these to after dark, and I think there'd be even more outrage if we did that. Yeah. No, I so, think I think next week there's probably going to be zero news, and we should do exactly, a mailpot episode. which is why we're going to just do a mailpot episode where we do everyone's questions pretty yeah. much the whole time. Because I got to imagine game. there's going to be hell, nothing else. And that game I was talking about, so that's a tease. Listen in next week to see if we do a game. There we go. You know, yeah, we had a game a that one. we wanted to try. So yeah, so we'll we'll have a fun questions driven episode next week because we had so much news i want to say either we or we should get parker to make a jingle for said game i mean i would love to but i'm afraid to ask him now because what happened last time we'll have to reach out and see what happens <laughs> yeah, fair enough <laughs> <laughs> he listens to the show so hopefully, don't blame me parker you, bl- you blame me parker you n-a-j-n-p you blame me you blame me one more time you're not I- coming on the show anymore Done. Whoa, 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 dude. <laughs> they know I love you. You don't threaten Parker like that. <laughs> they know that toxicity. That guy is yeah. my friend. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So thank you guys for joining us here on another episode of the Potscast. Uh, remember, if you want to get your your thoughts right on the air, like the fine folks in our MailPot segment <laughs> were supposed to, you can write in to me at Pete at LootPots.com. Hit us up on our Discord uh, where you can come chat, connect with us, find good turnip prices, all kinds of great stuff. Come join the community. Get your thoughts right on the air. Uh, and um, you can also follow us on social media at Loot Pots on both Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, we usually will field questions for the show as well. Uh, so go ahead over there, and like we said, we'll shoot for a big mail pot segment next week. So come get your come get your questions in, and I promise we'll read them. <laughs> Unless Nintendo just tweets a bunch of crap out that we have to talk about again. <laughs> Watch them drop a direct now. That would be hilarious. Honestly, if that happens, we'll do a direct special, and we'll we'll do a, we'll do a regular episode. Because <laughs> otherwise, I'm just gonna be an asshole. We're gonna be just collecting these for weeks, and everybody will hate it. Uh, so, uh, and then, you know, again, you can go head over to our, uh, t- Twitch channel, twitch.tv 
twitch.tv, excuse me, slash Loot Pots, where we've been streaming Animal Crossing every week, and um, it's been a blast. We hit affiliate recently, and uh, it was, it's was it been a great time. So we hope you'll come join us over there on our weekly streams, and uh, yeah, come, come be a part of it. And uh, you can also head over to our YouTube channel, where we've got plenty of videos. We've got some new stuff coming there soon, I promise. Uh, so go head over there, give us a subscribe. And uh, last but not least, if you want to show your support for the show, go above and beyond. You can head over to patreon.com slash lootpots and support us uh, whatever level you can afford right now in these tough times. But if you hit us at that $5 level, you'll get access to our Patreon-exclusive show, After Dark, where we talk about uh, – this week we'll be talking about Animal Crossing, actually. Usually we don't talk about Nintendo, but uh, I know we all want to talk Animal Crossing, so we'll probably hop hop that over there. Um, So until next time, we'll catch you guys on another episode of The Podcast.